Welcome back to episode two of the TJ and N show, everybody. This is Tyler here with Josh and Nick, and I think we're ready to dig in. Salutations. Good evening. So, we've got some interesting tidbits tonight. Um, we are going to dig right in. Um, we are going to be taking off with some great examples of cancel culture to start off the evening. Since this channel is uh, so adamant about hating uh, cancel culture and being strictly anti-cancel culture, we decided to discuss it here in our second episode of the evening. And, um, you know, there's uh, there's been a lot that's happened probably in the last two years, I would say, uh, that's made the news. And, and quite frankly, um, I find that incredible to this day. Like, some of the stuff that we're going to talk about tonight just boggles my fucking mind. So, um, do either one of you have a specific example of cancel culture that you would like to kick off this evening? Um, I'll go first. <clears throat> Let's do it. Um, this one, uh, personally, kind of I don't understand. Like, this is, it's separate from the mainstream stuff. Like, you know, the stuff that's, like, really ridiculous, like the mascots and all that, I'm sure we'll get into. But the one I don't understand is, like, when someone who's famous or even just, like, micro-internet famous, and, like, they're not problematic. They just make good content or whatever, you know. They don't have any scandals or whatever's going on. But people go and they search through their Twitter feed or whatever, and they go and find a tweet from like eight years ago uh, where they're yes. thir- where they're 13 and they say something that's like racist or even not even racist, just like uh, not so PC by today's like standards. The James, like the James Gunn situation. You want to know? Uh, yes. When you said yeah. that, the only thing that I can think of is uh, was it Betty Crocker or is it Betty White? No, Paula Dean. She said the N word on one of her uh, one of her cooking shows. Uh, like way 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 back in uh early 2000s yeah i thought that was martha stewart it's whatever one's his friends with snoop dogg right i'm not sure that's martha I- i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna take a look at this while you guys are talking because i think she went no martha stewart went to jail for like fraud or something and that's why her and snoop dogg are friends because they play on the whole we're both convict thing yeah. Is that right, or am I making that? Is that a Mandela I just, effect? Right there? <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not. No, they're I, definitely. They're I just, definitely uh, I just pulled that up, and it was actually it was Paula Dean. It, uh, it cost her her entire cooking empire. So Paula Dean uh, yeah. lost her TV show over something that resurfaced after, uh, after many many years in the dark and being on okay. TV. And she said Anyone the N word, and it came and it popped back up. Can't be trusted. <laughs> deep frying okay, butter. Now. I, that one, I, like, I, I get it, and I don't get it. Like, I get it, like, that you shouldn't, it's inexcusable, and you shouldn't say it, but, like, if, like, if it's said, if it was said in, like, a racially motivated way, and they're, like, a racist person, and that's the argument, it doesn't make sense to me that they said, had one incident a long time ago, and they've been non-controversial since then. Like you know what like you know what I mean? Like, I think I it's say. more appropriate when situations like Rosie O'Donnell comes out and says the shit that she said, you know, and she's all like, I was on Ambien, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> she threw in like, you know, 
I was on drugs, basically excuse, but that happened like in modern history. It wasn't from like seven years ago, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I um, can see that. And a lot what? of that stuff's politically motivated, by the way. Um, people going back through like the whole James Gunn situation was a uh, conservative, uh, you know, motivated individuals who were trying to, you know, smear him for some reason. I I don't know. They had some sort of agenda with it, though. Do you guys know anything about the? Uh, I cannot think of her name. She is the actor, the female lead from The Mandalorian. And she's like an ex UFC fighter. Did you hear about when she got canceled? Yeah, I read about that one today when I was looking at all this. Now, and, tell uh, me if I'm yeah. wrong. My understanding of the situation is was it just the pronouns thing in her bio? Uh, her bio no, said. She was like, talking about Jews and shit, too. Oh, like, was she a little anti-Semitic? Like she she was doing a little bit of Jew action in the old Twitter. Um, uh, yeah. I, and and it was kind of like the way she said it came across insensitive. I can't remember verbatim, but it it, it was I felt like it was kind of like pro-Jew, but it was said like really and like then, shittily. Well, the problem is I feel like this kind of leads into our later topic, but like a lot of how do I want to say it? Extreme point of views. If you follow the rabbit hole, they all turn anti-Semitic at one point. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I don't like that's like. And and honestly, like, you know, with the way that social media is now, we can kind of see and uh, and even hold people a little more responsible or uh, you know hold them accountable for what they say as far as go online, but. For the instance of Paula Dean, I I just double checked, so it wasn't something that she said during a show. It was actually something that she was heard saying, right? So it was a race racist jokes and stuff like that. So this is was all it recorded. It wasn't. This is all okay. hearsay, and it okay. it was brought up over uh over a lawsuit. So like, let's let's take a look at cancel culture on the grounds of hearsay. Basically, I can go in and say, hey, you know, uh, Tyler uses the N-word every single day. And if he was people any... People are expected to just believe that. Exactly. It's, it's guilty because... until proven innocent. Mm-hmm. To, to play devil's advocate, um, in that, in this this specific situation, I feel like it's safer to assume... Like, I feel like it's safer to assume it's true 10 years ago than what it is now. Agreed. Because, like... like when the time whenever year was hashtag woke supposedly taking place it whether it's you know good or bad however you feel about it that kind of humor was just that was the mainstream humor i mean you look at any any movie made from the late 2000s to the mid 2010s look at the Chappelle show man or like any of the spook movies date movie disaster movie Mm -hmm. all those it is just this vulgar to be vulgar you know what i mean like that was comedy that was peak had, had comedy. Shock, had shock value. Mm-hmm. What uh, What was the What was the movie? Was it Rango? Rango? Django. Django. Yeah. With um, Rango's about a lizard. Yeah, yeah not Rango. That's Johnny Johnny Depp as <laughs> a as a lizard. Yeah. Django <laughs> on chain. Django. Yeah. yeah that's like a Tarantino flick. And I mean that is that was pretty shocking. I mean, in all reality, that like that's that today that would not fly you know what i mean yeah there's no way there's no way you're making a movie like that i mean that movie came out what 10 years ago yeah just about 
I mean, uh, Tyler, you said you don't know, but take a look at the movies that are coming out. The okay, now I I haven't seen uh, Django Unchained, so I don't know what the actual plot is. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of movies coming out uh, where they, I mean, the N word is used. Uh, I feel like was it Twelve Years a Slave? Like I feel like in a in a, in a historical context. Okay, as long as the like the racism is not the plot or like a punchline, I think it would be acceptable. If Historical racism, representation is different, yeah. If the racism is framed as something to overcome or an enemy or something like that, I feel like it's more socially acceptable in media than it is if you're just like saying the N-word to be funny compared to if it's like, I don't know, like a slave, you know, getting free or doing whatever to overcome the racism or even not slavery, even if you want to take it further in time. Well, trust like me, a- J- Django Unchained is all about overcoming racism, buddy. Yeah. It's all about that. Isn't that. See, the only thing I know about that movie is he like cut his hand during filming and smeared his blood all over that girl's face and that was not scripted. It just, you know, happened and he just kept on running with it. That is that's insane. <laughs> yeah. And no one got an Oscar for that. She just got his blood all over her just for... <laughs> Well, talk about it 10 years later <laughs> so what a if, great present if we move if we move a little way from race but we can stay kind of in the same realm of celebrity cancel culture um did you guys ever hear about eminem and his song uh love the way you lie and uh was that people, like pro domestic violence yeah so. right so glorifying violence against women of all the songs like, to get canceled for, that's the one. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. I'm like, okay. So there's like, we have like, today we have WAP. But it's sung <laughs> by Cardi B, right? So like, it's but she's, it, tell, tell, tell me she's not glorifying, you know, uh, very inappropriate things to an audience that's probably far well, too young to even be talking, you know, to be partaking in that. I mean, it that's was kind of, played on the radio. Uh, granted, a, cen- a censored version, but it was still played on the radio. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you mean you could you could look at it in the eyes of what's like a, a feministic point of view, where I mean, you got to think with the rise of OnlyFans and the songs like these, a lot of people are seeing it as. Uh, was it women taking back their sexuality and making money off of themselves? And I'm all for it. Do you being mean to scream wet ass pussy? I mean, that's true. Just come song, out and say, "Fuck my wet ass not, pussy." The song is not good. But Get a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is. Yeah, you're right, man. They're they're taking back their fucking rights, man. You got me. So, is that our episode name? The the title should just be the acronym WAP three times in a row. WAP 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 WAP. My favorite part of that song, that my favorite part of that song, I'm sorry, is park that Big Mac truck and uh, right into this little garage. And then there's a there's a there's a semi truck horn that goes, and I just fucking scream it honk. Listen, as an adult, I appreciate the humor of the song WAP, but if we're going to be talking about people getting canceled over things, I think it's a little, it, it, it leans one way for sure. And it doesn't always just go to race, it just goes to anything controversial. Look at J.K. Rowling with the uh, anti-trans comments that she made, mm-hmm. and you know now she's basically being blackballed by you know what they consider to be a large portion of her fan base. But let's 
let's i don't know what the real numbers are but i would have to imagine that that i hate to use this word but that's a minority of her fan base is trans people mm-hmm. I, I see what um, I but maybe it's not just specifically trans people it can be plus yeah, i mean any anyone pro lgbtq mm-hmm. plus 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 asterisks um can obviously uh come to the defense of that that's fine but i mean we're talking about um you know she has every right to feel the way she feels she probably didn't have to make it public but people when they get to that level of um i guess consciousness and having that much money and feeling you know probably somewhat untouchable yeah you know they're just i just say whatever the fuck they want take the repercussions she's still a billionaire and always Mm -hmm. will be right 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 All, all i was always trying to say is that i just feel like uh most of the fan base is probably more on the liberal end of the spectrum because most people who don't respect oh. trans rights don't read books. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they know how to read books, but oh, I just know they don't read books. Burn. I'm taking the stance. Uh, I see you decided we, to burn down the church tonight. We did. We did. We did. Um, yeah, can we move on to the uh, what's what's the word I want to use? I'm just gonna say ridiculous cancel yeah. culture. Of things like you mean like toys? Yes, like, like we'll Mr. get we, like Mr. Potato Head, right? We have we've talked about Mr. Potato Head, but actually, that is not like they didn't change the name to be woke. They like they, and I believe this because it is straight money making. They changed the name to. What was it potato head or something like that they took off the uh mr or mrs whatever just so they could sell more parts so they could sell more pieces to the potato head you know what i'm saying yeah so they could so they could add instead of just having a mustache and whatever they could double the pieces in the set and jack up the price and you know make more money off of it but at the same time mr and mrs that's two different potato heads that you gotta buy I see double yeah, money. That is true. That is well, true. I guess if you if you want to get super fucking technical about it, technically potatoes would be uh, labeled as I think they call it non-binary. That's so, pretty funny. Um, you know, unless they got the parts to prove it, man, I would say they're just potatoes. So, so basically, just, what you're it's saying it's ridiculous because it was an innocent child's toy, and I mean, we're talking about something that probably grew even more popular after. Uh, toy story you know mm-hmm. i know potato head was mr potato head was around before that but i'm sure that movie only boosted you know oh 100 uh, sales mm-hmm. so yeah it, is it stupid a little bit i don't think it was i don't think the controversy was was worth it but you know that's part of cancel culture what other ones do you guys have that are pretty bad oh dr seuss that's another big one for me um, i haven't heard about him getting canceled Oh, those books. Uh, can't cancel dead people. I mean, wait, wait, wait. Was he like racist? Is that what they said? There was some. There was, a there was some stuff. stereo. There was some like stereotype uh, racial um, stuff. Pro violence, all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, stuff that you you could misconstrued, I suppose. So, the Cat yeah, in the Hat sure. live action. That was oh, yeah. phenomenal. Was child abuse. <laughs> that was that was legal like, child abuse. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was a great movie, but watching that as an adult there are so many it's pretty bad yeah it's rough it is 
Are you FF rough? So Disney Plus, I don't know if you guys knew this. I have a Disney Plus um, subscription. We bought, oh. I know you do, Tyler, because we have children. Um, Josh might just because he's gay, but uh, yes, um, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, but um, so they actually have um, a lot of their vintage movies, um, like filtered out of the lineup of cartoons and stuff. You actually have to search for them if you want to watch them. Oh, wow, uh, stuff like the aristocrats and uh, aristocats and uh. Just some of the other old school stuff that um has light races ha- has like yeah like softcore like but it was all and, and this comes back to timing uh it, it was all time period specific stuff you know it was yeah like it was stuff it was like stuff that no one cared about back then but it was funny to them um like there was a car i don't remember the name of the cartoon but they they had a uh like a quartet of crows singing um and that was kind of like uh i guess kind of a, a reference to um people doing that in blackface uh doing like i know the Arist- stuff, so the aristocats had like a chinese or like an asian rate like cat that was like stereotypically asian yeah, like they, do, they do the whole like we are siamese song and all that yeah mm-hmm. so I, uh, thought, but- I thought you were about to do a racist asian impression when you said they do the whole i thought you were about to just do it uh no no <laughs> i'm not here to do that we're just talking about it so He's not um, too woke for that i'm too woke too, too i can't woke. i can't cope with that i can't cope <laughs> i can't cope with that um and then i mean other i mean really anything else ridiculous i saw this awesome video of a woman who is walking her dog in central park uh without a leash on there was a man who walked by her and politely asked if she could put the dog on the leash, um, you know, probably for the dog's own safety and his. And uh, the woman, um, he started recording her. because She started flipping the fuck out. And uh, she literally is like pulling up on her dog's collar, like choking this fucking dog, dragging it behind her to walk up to him while he's recording and saying, basically screaming at him, like, stop recording me. I'm going to call the cops and I'm going to tell them that an African-American male is threatening me. You know, like this is like. This happens a lot. (laughs) And the dude's just standing there this whole time, like just recording her. She calls the cops. She like he records all of it. You see her call the cops, tell tell verbatim, there's an African-American in Central Park threatening me and my dog. And he's just standing there recording her. And he's like, thank you. And then he stops recording and walks away. <laughs> like, You know, I've seen, honestly, probably eight to ten videos of black people, mostly black males, just existing in a place. And mm-hmm. then a white woman is just like, I'm calling the police. Um, but finally... I saw one where that man didn't take no shit. As yeah. soon as she as soon as she started on on the shit, she was like, "What? What are you doing here?" He just went in on her. He's like, "Bitch, I fucking live here. I have an apartment in this complex. You can mind your fucking business and leave me the fuck alone." He just was just as he was walking by her, That's just so giving funny. it to her. <laughs> I said, like, "Yes, that is so fuck funny. you, Karen. <laughs> fuck you, Karen." <laughs> that is so funny. um do you do you guys want to discuss uh aunt jemima and uncle ben rice uh sure um, we can okay i mean because there's a 
I'm not representing any opinion on any of this, but I'm going to discuss opinions that I discovered. So you have one side who says that those brands specifically portray African-American individuals um, in a time period in which they had little to no rights and were on the heels, coming off the heels of a, you know, a generation of slavery. Um, and uh, you have another side arguing that uh, these brands are, were, you know, kind of a representation of the success of uh, African-American individuals. Um, these individuals were all portrayed by real existing people. Um, Aunt Jemima was portrayed by a woman by the name of Nancy Green. Um, she was uh, put in a lifetime contract with uh, the company who produced the uh, pancake mix and syrup. Um, she lived till like 89 and died in a car crash, if you can believe that. Um, but there's a lot of misinformation on whether or not she was actually compensated for, you know, doing all that properly, I should say, Com mm -hmm. you know, properly compensated. Mm. Um, on the flip side, you had uh, Uncle Ben, who was portrayed by an actual rice farmer. I think he lived in Texas. I forget his name. I didn't write it down. But um, he and his family were given absolutely no compensation for his likeness. So... That's two very, very um, different scenarios. Like, yeah. Uh, so I remember the Aunt Jemima um, conflict that arose from that. So I, I definitely remember that. The only thing for me when it comes to the compensation, it's like uh, the Gerber baby, right? So that child was given, or that family was given a compensation package to allow them, that company, to utilize their child's face for the brand or the uh, the logo of their company. I don't, I honestly don't believe unless, like, you get royalties from the company every year or maybe a dividend or shares of the company, enough. it's never enough. No. Like, anything that you, uh, commercials as well, because... That I mean, how company, much money do they make off of that? Exactly, right? So oh, I can tell you right now, as as we all discussed uh, in our show yesterday, I work for an insurance company. My insurance company spends billions of dollars every quarter on advertisement. The new commercial has three young girls jump roping. This commercial is going to be on the air forever. It may not be on the air, but it's going to be in circulation. Yeah, the internet will live on. Exactly, yeah. and these and these young girls were going to be compensated for their time there, but it's never going to be enough unless they have some type of uh, royalties that come back from this being aired or the actual business that's generated from it. You know, to piggyback on you just real quick, the uh, that that whole situation reminded me of the. Uh, nirvana baby and his recent lawsuit oh, against, oh uh, yeah fuck him. yeah seriously <laughs> fuck, fuck him. that guy seriously fuck that guy i just had to throw he's, that in there he's came out on three occasions and said publicly that it is great and he's tried to make money off it and this and that and now he's going through some hardships or whatever so he wants they to wouldn't show up money. to his art gallery 
Oh, motherfucker. It, Shut it up. Literally. Yeah. Is, I love it. It's garbage. Like, it's so it's so garbage. And unfortunately, our entire country is so sue happy that no matter what you do, it's always going to end up in a, in, a, in a lawsuit. So for companies that do this, I imagine they're probably adopting some type of non-disclosure or um, some type of like rights agreement and yeah. being like, hey, you're going to please sign this, review these documents. This is what it is. And if we choose to keep your logo, we have permission for the life of our yeah. company or at least well, 100 years or something like that. Gerber, um, just to build off Gerber once more, they did the uh... – they actually chose a new baby to rebrand their logo with back in 2019. Exactly. Uh, which was the year that Arthur was born, my son. Oh. And um, <laughs> it was funny because he was born kind of like in the midst of that. Yeah. And we like joked about like submitting a picture of him for, you know, the competition because the winner, whoever's child got chosen to be the new logo of Gerber, you did get like, I think, I can't remember exactly. I think it was like 30 or 40 K mm -hmm. um, for the representation of your child. But you think about that, that's less than, you know, probably an average salary, an average mm -hmm. salary probably being about 50 uh, hourly is probably closer to 30, 35. But um, that's all the money you're ever going to see from that. You're, ne you're never yep. going to see another dollar from it. But so. let's let's talk about the child aspect, right? So an actual infant or toddler. If infant, you yeah. as a if you as a parent put your child into a commercial or advertisement, anything like that, for monetary gain, that is your that like. That's your decision. You did that, right? So at that same time, can does it make it right for that child as they grow up to be like, hey, I don't want this. Hey, I don't like that. Well, in Gerber's case, at least, you can't say this about Nirvana because, you know, that's the, that's the cover of the fucking album. That is what it is. Gerber sounds like this is something... Uh, assuming the world doesn't end in 10 years uh we'll do maybe once a generation you know mm -hmm. i don't know what i don't know i don't know when they change you know when they change the the you know the the face mm -hmm. before 2019 but i know that's the last time that they picked one so i don't know how long the last one you know stood for, for but it's definitely it is an interesting problem because once that kid grows up you've probably done spend all that money Mm -hmm. I and mean, hopefully you were a good enough person or parent to maybe put it away, put, put, put 50% back for them and then use the other 50% to provide while they're, cause mm -hmm. honestly, Tyler, you can probably, you know, agree with me on this. If you were given $40,000 right now, tell me you wouldn't use at least half of it to improve your overall current situation for your family. Yeah, of course I would. Yeah. That's what it would what I'm probably all of it would go towards. <laughs> well, and sadly, I said, oh, yes, yes, I'm yeah, a giver. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, sadly, that's that's probably the truth for most people. I'd mm -hmm. like to think I'm the type of person who has the control to put back 50%, but more than likely, I'd find a way to dip into it before he was 18. Exactly $6 in my savings account. I'm so proud of you. Winning. Hell yeah. Good, good, good job. Good job. $6. That's. 
you got to start somewhere, man. Right. So do you think there's a correlation between me being the certified woke person and the closest to the poverty line? A hundred percent. Do you, do you think yeah. there's a correlation there? <laughs> yeah. Now there's a conspiracy. <laughs> that is, that is 100% in correlation to your, your attitude in life. 100%. You're so now, woke see, that you're, that you are willing to live at the poverty, poverty line. Now, if I was making $50,000 a year, I wouldn't be saying eat the rich because I would be the 1% making $50,000 a year. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Yes. Please tell me how you make $50,000 a year and you are you are that 1%. Um, I can't see no poverty line at $53,000 a year. Come on. Okay. You're, you're right. Could, you're so right. If I, if I save my whole salary for two years, I could afford a Tesla. Two years, your whole salary yeah. for two yeah. years. Yeah, that's, that's what being before taxes. That's not buying anything. That's being homeless <laughs> <laughs> and not like eating dumpster food. You're not paying for anything for two years. You have exactly. another. You're about to that's have two children. How you that's, do uh, it? Yeah, you, you cut to live under the bridge. <laughs> you live in your car and you it save. That's how you Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. No Netflix. No Netflix. I'm never no getting eating rid of out. Spotify. Never getting ne- rid of Spotify. Never. Nope. Never. Can't. Please, Sorry. Unfortunately, please this is where keep I live. Spotify. I am the original. <laughs> I I have a OG Spotify account. I'm never getting rid of that. Boomer. Boomer style. Baby. No, Boomer's Pandora. Okay, Pandora. That's okay. Boomer. Pandora is a blight listen, on this listen. fucking planet. I have to bring this up now that you said that. I work with this kid, right? And we'll call him JJ because that's what I call him. This man is 19 years old, but a boomer. He could not be more boomer. Listen, he grew up on a farm, so that's that tells you why. Homeschooling. He uses Pandora, and he uses Facebook through Google Chrome on his phone. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and and he does not watch TikToks. He watches TikToks posted to YouTube. He will yeah. watch a bunch of YouTube six shorts yeah. of like 15 to 30 second YouTube videos, but he refuses to download TikTok. What's that funny is, is like so probably funny. more than half. I'm willing to bet more than half of the YouTube shorts are have just a TikTok ported, watermark. Are, yeah, just are ported over <laughs> exactly. to TikTok. Because so, YouTube is so much easier anywhere. to monetize too. Uh, it uh, like it is where uh, you have to have meet all these criteria for TikTok for uh, for the creator fund, but YouTube is like, hey, we've been paying people pennies on, I mean, pennies on the on the penny, right, for these ads to run through here. So you post your TikToks and we'll monetize you for half of a half of a penny per ten views, right, or a hundred views, whatever the situation is. Making bank. Yeah. (laughs) Let's say someone takes a case of the ass over one stupid TikTok video. Case of the ass. Okay. Takes a case of the ass. Over you one elaborate. TikTok you post. <laughs> yeah, what what the fuck does that mean? They they fucking report you for community guidelines. I'm googling. Okay. And and some AI bot piece of shit is like, yeah, fuck this guy. We're kicking him out of the creator fund temporarily. Freeze his fucking money that he has earned through being a creator. And like, I don't. I personally find that absolutely. F- it's fucking awful. That's just an, aw- uh, that's an so awful platform. I, to, to I, take 
to take that stance on that. I agree. And uh, I would just like to interject really quick. A case of the ass is when a person is really mad or upset and has a major attitude. So yeah, that's uh, what I said. Nick, that was great placement. I'm so proud of your vocabulary. Yeah, uh, once again, I know a lot of redneck terms. Redneck terms. Okay. I'm going to pitch a super progressive idea to you guys, right? Oh, here we I've go. Been, I've been thinking about this a little bit. So these big tech companies provide and incentivize an environment for people to make content as a source of income. And that applies for TikTok and YouTube and Twitch, all, you know, across the board. So shouldn't these big tech companies, if they're going to incentivize people and give them the opportunity to make a living, make this their living, shouldn't they be forced to have some sort of rule set or should those creators have some sort of protection in the same way you do with your job? Because like, you can't, you can't go into work, you know, and, and then your boss be like, Hey, Josh, sorry, last week you said the F word and I heard you. So we're just not going to pay you for this week. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if you, maybe if you do better, we can talk about getting you paid again, but you still got to work because if you don't work, then there's no chance of you getting paid at all. I hear where you're coming from on that. Um, but... one, one difficulty and this is a very gray zone, and I hate the fact that I have to take this stance on this and be like, listen, when you are being a content creator, you are more or less a private contractor. Exactly. You, I was just about to say that. Any money you make, they are not responsible for taxing you. You're you have 1099. to report that to the 1099 on the is. You are a private contractor. You are doing this at will on your own terms. You are working within the platform that they have given you to work in, and you have to abide by their rules. Otherwise, that's their money, and they don't got to give you shit. Let me put it this oh, you, way. We you are know what you're getting into. Exactly. And we are the strippers of the modern day. Okay, (laughs) because you sign on that contract when you go work at a strip club as a independent contractor, they are not responsible for any injuries, no payments. You make your money and you leave. You have to report all your information. We are the modern day strippers. We perform for a fee and our fee is ad revenue is all they care about, man. Yep, they don't give a shit about you getting getting any of it, really. Big tech is bad. 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 Daddy Zuckerberg is bad. And Bezos. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Uh, you guys yeah. want to dive into uh, some conspiracy theories? Yeah, let's run it. Oh, yeah. Who wants to go first? Uh, you know what? We're going we're gonna to let you, my friend. You Me? take center stage. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Can we get a quick vote? Do you want my deep dive or do you want something that's fun? Let's go let's, deep, then fun. Yeah, let's do deep, fun, deep. and then... Okay. My deep dive is on JFK, right? We all... You've heard all the theories, right? You know that from Lee Harvey Oswald did kill him to the second gunman on the grassy knoll to Umbrella Man. I love the grassy knoll. To just, you know, every possibility in the world, you've probably heard it, right? Yeah. Tidbit, little, little side information I found out. Did you know Lee Harvey Oswald... Like, I think it was two weeks before the JFK attempt. He attempted to assassinate somebody else and failed. Mm. Yes, I, I did. Yes. It was basically, it, it was like a scene out of a movie. Like, this man was like a fascist speaker, you know, <laughs> yeah. running for fucking office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is, 
and Lee Harvey Oswald is running drills in his house and shit, you know, cleaning his gun on his porch every day, training for this mission he gave himself. And he pulls up to this dude's house to fucking shoot him. And it's like a movie. Dude's sitting at his house, you know, and he gets up from his desk and looks out the window. And Lee Harvey Oswald shoots and he just barely misses and he hits the fucking window frame and then he runs away. Buries that buries that gun out in the woods and everything. Uh-huh. Tells yeah, his wife it's where fuck- it's at, and it's it's fucking game uh-huh. over. He just buries it by the railroad tracks. Oh man! So here's my working theory for how JFK died. Right. So it is a known, it is proven and known that every one of those secret surgeons, secret service agents, the night before, was out until five in the morning, drinking at bars Party. and strip clubs. Right. So it is safe to say. 75% of them are aggressively hungover at best and oh, still dude. drunk at worst. They right? were turn they were turning down for nothing. Uh-huh. So my thought is, oh, and to add one more domino in this, the Secret Service agent directly behind JFK was brand new, right out of the academy, a rookie. So my working theory is Oswald shot and missed. And the shot scared the drunk or hungover junior secret service agent and he discharged his weapon into the back of JFK's head. <laughs> I've seen this one. Oh man. This one makes my brain ache because and then all of the cover up, you know, with the the report being muddled and everything like that is not the government trying to cover up. Yeah, we killed him. It's them trying to cover up their massive fuck up that they accidentally killed the president damn that is that's History so much channel doesn't tell me about that one <laughs> <laughs> that one is so is so much to unpack can you imagine can you just ima- imagine being the guy sitting there holding that rifle and and now mind you something that you didn't bring up these are brand new AR-15s that have just gotten, you know, issued and released to the Secret Service, okay? So, not only do we have a junior agent, but we have a junior agent with a brand new firearm that not only is he not comfortable with, but not everybody else is going to be comfortable with. And he, just sitting back there, drunk like a fucking skunk, sitting in that chair, he hears one shot, and he picks up that gun and blows the president's head off. I want to be clear that it might have not been behind him, but it was either in or on the motorcade. I think it was in front of him, actually. Because the bullet, I mean, so, the, I mean, it also, I mean, so, um, Lee Harvey Oswald hit whoever was in front of JFK, uh, the senator the or whatever. Senator, yeah. And then the Secret Service agent discharged his weapon, probably accidentally, more of like a jump than like a, you know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's... Can you, yeah, I don't really even have words for that. Like you, that that's so. Wow, you are that Secret Service agent. After all the commotion's done, after everything is done, the president's at the hospital. He's dead. The situation is contained at this point. You are taken to a room, right, and you are about to be debriefed of the situation. And you think you're thinking to yourself, "What's going to happen?" Are they, at best, they fire me and I go to prison. At worst, I don't make it out of this room. You know what I mean? 
your superior officer comes in and sits down in front of you and he just says, I cannot believe that that man <laughs> shot the president today. <laughs> and you go, yes, I cannot believe that man shot the president today. <laughs> he said, Good thing we got him. Oh my goodness. <laughs> or you could just flip it and his boss could come in and say, Good job. I can <laughs> I cannot believe you actually shot the president. I know me either, dude. Oh, you just God. saved us. So accomplished. <laughs> oh man. That is Don't feel bad, son. If you would have done that, it would have happened two blocks away at a different location. <laughs> you know uh, yeah. I've actually so on this same theory here, I've also saw the other side where it was their prerogative right to to actually complete this and actually kill the president and it just it kind of lined up and this happened and they took they took that that uh, opportunity and completed their actual mission so i i've seen the accidental right uh yeah that's the year that happened, 1963. I yeah. think so. Kennedy pissed a lot of people off before that. Yeah. He was about to dismantle the CIA. Like well, they were. Yeah, and not only that, but also uh, this was – he was going through uh, – he was going through the town that had very strong feelings on the conflict that they're currently in. Uh, apparently, I, so many people tried to get him not to go to Dallas. It, it, yeah. Uh, side note about JFK. Uh, he would get headaches if he didn't have sex often enough. According Same. to Secret Service. <laughs> well, that's what Marilyn was for, bro. <laughs> oh, Happy birthday, have you guys ever heard about the, uh, President. Have you guys ever heard the uh, Abraham Lincoln and JFK um, like coincidences? Quince- they like die on the same date and like there's a bunch there's of a, like things line up. There's a there's a whole list of them, and I'm gonna pull them up. Um, but uh, because they are they are they are worthy of talking about because some of them are just fucking freaky. We should do a deep dive on the whole JFK someday. That is a fun one to talk about. Uh, have you guys so seen fun. the clip of him getting like dragged? Uh, to the police station and he's just screaming I'm a patsy I'm yeah. a patsy yes <laughs> oh, that's wild oh, man. Awesome. yeah man that's yeah JFK is the a whole... is a really good one I, I'm uh, glad Lee that Harvey Oswald is is a fun one to talk about too he, he tried is. to he tried to defect to the Soviet Union but they did not want did him. not want him they they, they deported him <laughs> They were like, we like literally know more than you possibly could yeah. already. <laughs> yeah, that's. Oh, so man. he tried to kill him. He tried to kill himself to unsuccessfully stay, twice to stay longer. He knew his toy, his handler was coming to check on him soon, so he slid him. He slid his wrists in the bathroom so he could stay there longer. Oh, it was... So just a few. We're gonna do some of the highlights here. This one's stupid. Each of them have seven letters in their name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both uh, got married in their 20s, both lost a son while living in the White House. They were both shot in the presence of their wives. They were both shot in the back of the head. Um, 
The booth ran from Ford's Theater and was caught in a warehouse. Uh, and then Oswald ran um, from a plaza warehouse to a theater. So that's like a reversal there. Um, let's see. They were both runners up for the party's nomination for vice president in 50, at 56. Uh, both successors were Southern Democrats, surname Johnson. Uh, both were born in 08, and their first names contained six letters. The assassins were both Southerners. Uh, let's see. Both, yeah, you know, we did that. That makes one. sense. The Southern, the Southerners. Yeah. Ones. Um, Sometimes and Os Oswald and Booth were actually both assassinated before they were put on trial. So the government simulation crazy. only has so much information. Sometimes it has to reuse it. Yeah, it clones it. Right. <laughs> That's funny. All um, right. Oswald getting shot is fun too. Oh, Jack Ruby's a fun character. But um, my second one, or my fun one, is okay. Hear me out. Frozen. Right, my child oh. has recently been obsessed with Frozen, Poor so man. I'm I'm assuming it. You know, there could be worse movies. I'm assuming that this that I was like thrust onto me by the all-knowing, personalized content gods. There's a theory running that Disney created Frozen for the sole purpose of a misinformation campaign to completely hack, if you will, Google's search results. So whenever anyone tried to search up Walt Disney Frozen, the movie would That's come up, and you, and you can't find any information on how Walt Disney is actually frozen cryogenically under the Cinderella Castle in Disney World. That's pretty great. That is actually pretty good. That, I am a subscriber, I think. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> there is so... There's so much that is plausible with that. Uh -huh. I just I I almost can't deny it. I you mean, can't disprove any of it. Disney hides sexual <laughs> into windows in all their movies. So, uh, exactly. Yeah. So I what was is, watching. I'm that. not a, I'm not I'm not uh, giving them the free pass on this one. I I, I feel like this is it's true. Hashtag woke, right? Hashtag woke. <laughs> hashtag real frozen Disney. Real frozen. Disney. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one I have. Have you guys heard of the Coke New Coke theory? Mm, no. no so apparently you know coca-cola i forget when i think it might have been the late 90s they came out with new coke it was supposed to be like a new coca-cola recipe yeah, right sucked yeah everyone is saying they intentionally made it bad so they could re-release the original coke with a cheaper recipe and everybody would love it because mm. you would like you would just like it would come it like you would just like you know you liked the original flavor, mm. so you automatically like this, even though it's different. But you're just like, oh, it always tastes like this. Something that plays off of that, that could also be the, that time frame from when they were implementing cocaine into Coke. And then you know? that, new, <laughs> that new one, and you know, hey, as far as, as, far as the, the drink company is concerned... Coca-Cola and Pepsi have been around for way too long, and uh, amateur res uh, test results off of the Bang Energy drink that I that is, I hold so dear and close to my heart. Uh, the Rainbow Unicorn has tested positive for methamphetamine, so I'm not surprised if there's actual illegal drugs. 
in these drinks. Yes, bang energy it. is evil. It is. It makes you die. It uh, literally can kill you. I'm not dead yet. Um, I have a, I have a last one, and it's kind of a twofer. Okay. Twofer. It is. It is celebrities. It is. Let's just say celebrities are the theory, right? And this is two prong. One, um, there's this thing about like celebrities getting replaced by clones. Like the big one that's a meme, not really a meme, I guess, is Avril Lavigne. There's a whole Twitter thread if you just Google, you know, Avril Lavigne clone, where apparently she was replaced by another girl. Like she died in a car accident or something, and they just replaced her to keep making money off her likeness. And the other end of it is apparently uh, these celebrities, like some of them become too woke, you know, and like start saying things about the industry, and then they go away for a while rehab and they come back and if you look at them they they look different apparently like they look like like somebody else was turned into them to be them um i want to say maybe one of them was a pretty big rapper it might have been playboy cardi or maybe another one that was like freshman class of uh 16 or 17 i forget who and the other end of that is celebrities using concerts as rituals like for dark magic yes so like have you have you seen any clips of this like on tiktok of like the rihanna is a full-blown satanist i'm just throwing the donda release where kanye like raised himself up above the theater or the stadium like god on a rope or whatever Mm -hmm. and people were saying that like bad things kept happening to them after the concert and they were saying that Mm. Kanye channeled all of their energy and took all of their good energy so he could speak to his mom and wow. then, you know, release demons into the world. Katy Perry's another one who sold her shit Katie. to the devil. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, a, Ellen. There's a whole list of them. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. I'm not into the celebrities, get... unfortunately. I'm not, I don't follow anybody or... You don't no, care honestly, about Kardashians. I don't. I oh my god! Could I not hate them give so much. a flying fuck about the Kardashians. I follow uh, Lil Lil Nas or Nas X closer than I do the Kardashians. That's impressive, he, Joshua. I love his internet troll them in real life. Yes, a hundred percent. People are like, "You can't be pregnant. You're a gay black man. That's offensive." What? And he goes, "The stress is not good for the babies, guys." that is perfect see that is an example of taking hate and channeling it and then like mm-hmm. kame hawing it back at the people who threw it at you just to hop back on the cancel culture real quick but that is a real argument people are saying that him pretending to be pregnant is offensive to women who have had babies how many instances in tvs and movies can you think of where someone a male has been pregnant and it's been a joke and everyone's like haha that's funny uh, to me no one no one has ever been offended by that until no. now it's because it's him people hate him and no yeah. it's because we're woke okay you got to remember Whoa. hashtag woke <laughs> he, he kind of got a rep he got a rep for the whole uh ripping off the nike logo for his uh art shoes his satan shoes that were had a real human blood in him and then he released that video of him giving the devil a lap dance and yeah you know people you know i i would say that more than likely we're still probably predominantly a christian country and uh 
there's probably plenty of those Christians who watch mainstream news and yeah, they have no reason to like him. They, he, he goes against everything they represent. Right. So, he does. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's a big point. fuck you right to your face. Yeah. And that's, that's his, that's his mission is to take the system that, you know, broke him when he was younger and basically give him all the fucking bird. So, I love it. I love watching his success. So, you know, so more, good. more power to him. He's flexing that first amendment, man. Um, did you guys have any good conspiracy theories yeah man um i'll jump into one real quick here um so i have a couple that i want to discuss and then uh so i'll just do my deep dive real quick here because a lot of this is probably review for some people but um given the time of year it is and it's uh relevance to uh last week in 9-11 so um obviously there's uh you know probably days worth of uh conspiracies that are just completely fucking stupid to actually plausible uh so the range is pretty broad but some of the some of the more realistic ones that uh are thought provoking to me at least is um the use of uh explosives during uh this whole attack so a lot of people as you've probably heard before and this has been proven disproven and then proven and disproven again i think uh, the whole jet fuel can't melt steel beams argument um with the planes and leaking jet fuel and melting the beams causing them to collapse um so tagged along with that you have um thermite which can easily um cut right through steel so um a lot of people think that there were bombs that were planted inside the building and the planes were just the uh kind of the cover for that um it was a little interesting i don't know if you guys have ever heard about this but uh, a lot of the um we'll call them the more uh vip personnel that worked in the building magically weren't there that day people that should have been there during the attack because uh, it should have just been another normal day right and the attack came out of nowhere no one was expecting it yet you had a lot of very um high-tiered people just magically not there that day so also the fact that we were running exercises for the same event in new york city on yeah. the day mm-hmm then we have the sudden collapse of world trade center building number seven um kind of just like out of nowhere free fell wasn't attached to the physical towers themselves it was actually like maybe a couple blocks um manhattan's weirdly positioned i don't know if it was south or what but uh just a couple blocks away that building they claim collapsed uh due to fires and uh we're talking about not a small building not as tall as you know world trade center but not a small building by any excuse me stretch of the imagination so there's um once again bomb theory there um can do you guys have like have you guys ever heard that they recovered the uh, pilots, uh, well, the hijackers' passports from the debris. I yeah, they found they found one of them, didn't they? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've heard that. That's um, 
that kind of plays into this other theory of that there was a lot of planted evidence um, and that the planes themselves were not actually manned planes. They were um, holograms. Not even that. Drones. <laughs> holograms. It was all holograms. Yeah, it, was, it was Project Blue Beam. Um, so, yeah, you have the uh, there was a lot of eyewitness accounts that day um, of people who obviously couldn't record because it was 2001 and cameras were about the size of a fucking bazooka. Um, <laughs> they weren't conveniently strapped to the back of your phone. Uh, cell phones were kind of in their infancy as well. So uh, any type of footage that day came from anyone who happened to be holding a camera and like filming something that day or from an, a, a live newscast which I have heard in the past of live newscasts uh, being hacked and projecting uh, CG planes going, you know, through the buildings. Not in 2001, and though. Not, no, not then. I, you know, they, uh, the, the drone thing um, is a little more plausible in my opinion because you actually have eyewitnesses saying that they saw a all gray plane with no markings on it and that the fuselage had a weird kind of like hump running down the bot on the belly of the plane and um this plane matches up perfectly with a uh, a military um twin engine uh what looks like a uh commercial airliner but is unmarked gray uh remote control plane so mm. there's That's a there's, yeah there's a lot of well, there's a lot of there's actually a youtube video it's about i came from 2017 it's about five minutes long and uh we can throw a link for it if anyone's interested uh on one of our platforms if anyone ever wants to check it out because this is a this is a theory that i don't think gets a lot of notoriety because people probably think 2001 and don't think drones are a possibility but radio-controlled aircraft were being uh, prototyped and worked on in, as early, as far as we know, in the 60s. So, um, and the fact that just roughly $2 trillion was declared missing from the uh, Defense Department's books the day before 9-11, um, which the, uh, the Defense Department not having its books balanced is not a new thing. Uh, if you Google that, <laughs> Uh, if you Google that, since 2001, trillions more are unaccounted for. No one knows what they spend it on. Um, so never think for a moment that, you know, something that doesn't sound plausible is, in fact, not plausible. Because, trust me, they're spending money on something. And it's uh, not Girl Scout cookies. So oh. kind of shift, shifting away from 9-11. Um, we have the uh, kind of a local legend, Tyler, that I just found out about. Have you ever heard of the uh, Ohio Grassman? The Ohio Grassman? No, I have not. So he's a uh, kind of a described as a Bigfoot type character, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, struggling. And uh, so. He uh, was first spotted in 1869. It's the first like known report. Um, but essentially, it fits the uh, description of most Bigfoot sightings. Uh, six to ten foot tall, hairy, beast-looking thing. Uh, it's been known to wander around the uh, eastern parts of Ohio. 
and uh they've found like very uh limited evidence of it actually existing except for people's like eyewitness accounts but uh i thought it was really interesting because you hear about sasquatch out and um out west a lot you don't ever really hear about uh like bigfoot sightings in ohio so, so i thought it was cool that we have our own did you find it, did you hear anything about this grass man's his smell did it say that he like smelled bad no no we're not see i was just curious because no. like this the, in the south they have you know their own bigfoot called the skunk ape it's just it's basically bigfoot but he smells Sounds like, like shit. a good strain of weed yeah it's <laughs> OG OG Scott Gate. That's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> um, so that was just kind of a little crit bit for Ohio. I thought was really interesting. And then um, this one is completely on the opposite spectrum of anything. But have you guys ever heard of cloud seeding? Was that? Yes. Oh wait, no. Is this the one where you make rain? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is but, crazy. Uh, so silver iodine and other particulates are shot into the atmosphere to uh, basically uh, force severe weather, rain, so possibly a storm. It, so so it can it can be used for severe weather, right? But it's typically used to it help prevent. It, yeah, yeah. It's to help prevent, prevent drought. drought. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Right. What I heard um, on my on my TikTok news um, <laughs> was that was that you can't create a cloud necessarily with it like you can't create rain from nothing but if you have favorable conditions so you like could clouds? push it along so like, like if there's like I'm if there's sorry. moisture in the air and it mm-hmm. could possibly rain then then you could make the chances a lot more likely for it to rain but if it's like a zero percent chance of rain apparently you can't just make it rain but to be fair clouds are are already moisture in the atmosphere that, that's, right, what right. These, that's what actual that's clouds what the are. seeding part is for. Maybe it's my explanation like, is not good enough. It's not. Well, <laughs> I think your source is TikTok, and that's half the problem. Hey, but, man. We're canceling so, TikTok. Let's go back to um, 2016 real quick with Hurricane Harvey in Texas. The day Hurricane Harvey hit the coast, and this is going to challenge my... Uh, geologically challenged friends but uh houston is pretty much on the coast the southern like i'd say like the southeast coast of um texas and uh the day harvey was hitting and flooding houston um about 300 miles west from houston they were conducting uh a cloud seed there's like actual paperwork and documentation of it happening the day that that hurricane was happening and um it's left a lot of people to wonder if uh you know if doing this whole cloud seeding process is capable of actually uh manifesting hurricanes so to say obviously if it's happening while they're you know they're they're seeding the clouds while the actual hurricane's going on. You can't like you know say that that was a direct result of the flooding right. that occurred in Houston, but there are other accounts where cloud seeding has actually led to more rain than what was needed and has led to minor flooding. flooding. So That's interesting. Cool. That is now, so is yeah. there any? Did you find any coincidence between? cloud seeding and chemtrails 
Is there something there? So or... I thought I thought about looking into that, but I ran out of time. And because obviously you kind of think about both when you think of one or the other. And we'll I mean, yeah, cam trails can we can touch on that later because I don't know enough to speak about it right now. I don't even know what that is. Exactly. Yeah. That's the point. That's what the government wants you to know, Josh. Yeah. Hey-o. All right. You got. And, do you uh, have any conspiracy theories? Yeah. Um, hmm. Josh, take it away, man. It's me, boys. Uh, yeah. So I actually only have one uh, to try to kind of make it quick. And this one, this one was more of like, it's not anything crazy. It's more of like eye-opening. Uh, especially when you when you go to think about it. So we all know about the draft, right? The military draft that ended back in 1973. And something to think about is that will never be another reality. We're probably never going to have to activate the draft again. And the reason being is because we have such a surplus of military members that they are... uh, selectively choosing who joins the military, who's permitted, and they are uh, forced retiring older people. Uh, So they will be in there for, you know, they've been in maybe for 15 years or whatever the situation is, and they will actually go ahead and be like, hey, you already served your 20, you can go ahead and get out, here's the pension, here's, you know, all your benefits. So we have such a surplus right now in our military, but what do you guys think is the number one driving force that brings on new recruits? Nick, I want you to go. I think I know. Money in college, probably. Money in college, yeah. What, what do you say, Tom? Yeah. That's what I was going to say, yeah. college, to get out of the situation that you're in. Exactly, right? So our government positions free higher education to join our military. Now, growing up, uh, I, I know this is the same for Tyler because Tyler and I tried to start a JROTC at our high school. Okay, so I know this is the same for him. But... Growing up as a child, as a kid, you are the the thought of what you have to do, your how your life should turn out, is pounded in your head from the very beginning that you have to go to college after high school. You have to. This is this is your this is this is how you become successful. This is how you become an adult. So going through high school and middle school, you we always got the army recruiters and navy and marines that would come by and you know do little presentations and everything of that That's nature. That's a whole thing too. That what? happens nowhere else in the world, apparently. Apparently, yeah. it, it is disgusting that yeah. they send recruiters to high school. Exactly, and the reason and the reason being is because they can offer that idea of being coming adult by offering free college. So to be successful, it's always pounded in our head that hey, you have to go to college. After you graduate high school, you go to college, then you're an adult, right? So. Growing up, you know, we have these people that are coming to our schools, and this is our this is their number one push. Every single time I interacted with any of these recruiters, the first thing they say is, "Do you want free college? Are you looking to further your education?" Because always they are yep. able to pay the tuition and offer you college. This is how our government recruits young adults. So our government, to make sure that our army is completely filled, our military will be filled to the brim with new occupants, is offering a free ticket to become an adult from what is taught to us in schools. I remember sitting in class and teachers telling me, 
your professors, your college professors will not accept this behavior. Your college accept, uh, professors are, are going to expect a higher level of participation or whatever the situation is. So we are groomed from public, free public schools to then proceed to a higher education that we have to pay thousands of dollars for. Now, something that doesn't sit right for me is you're an 18-year-old kid, you just graduated high school, and your next step has to be college because that's what was taught to you. So you have two options. You either, three options really, because of the way that our government positions this. You have the first option of not being successful in the in the eyes of your teachers, your parents, your superiors, whatever the situation is, because you didn't Society. go to college. Society, right? Uh, you didn't go to college. The second one is to take out anywhere between 24000 to $100,000 in student debt. And this money is fucking given away like candy. Student loans are the easiest form of loan to obtain. And I have people that I know here uh, where I live that have over half a million dollars pulled out in student loans because they do not work. So they put themselves through college and pay for all of their normal expenses, trips, vacations, everything like that off of student loans because it's just, it's free money. So that eight, sounds so reckless. It is so reckless. That is uh that's that's a yellow moment. I'm yeah. sorry. That's, uh, <laughs> but you know at the what? The I'm going to go before I have you, to pay this okay. back. Okay, but here's the thing. You're either going to go in debt to a bank buying a house mm-hmm. or using a credit card. Obviously, you're probably not going to rack up half a mil. That's fucking insane. But Half a million Try each. It's a, tw- it's a couple. Half a million oh. each. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, between the two of them, they've successfully borrowed a million dollars. and No house. I, they rent an apartment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why would they buy a house? They can't. Your they, friends are going to hate you after this, huh? They don't, I don't, they're not really my friends. They're just people I know. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm talking shit about people I barely know, but (laughs) you know, that's not really, it's not really. That's all you need to know about them. Right, 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 right. So, but the thing is, is you have to realize that when you're 18, those three options, you're either going to be a disgrace to society for not going to college. You're going to get yourself into between 24,000 and a hundred thousand dollars in debt just to pay for school or you can join the military and possibly pay with your life for school, right? You know, I remember them using a lot of scare tactics our freshman year. They, like, brought the whole student body, uh, at least the freshman class, into the auditorium. And they went on this fucking tangent about, like, you need to figure out what you want to do with your life. You need to know what you're going to move into after high school and, you need to you guys need to figure it out fast because this is going to be the fastest four years of your life and once you're in college you know the real shit begins and i think they they try to use those tactics uh as part of a probably a larger system to bring in a new generation of debt basically yeah exactly and public school is completely free but higher education in the united states is not and the reason being is because if we were to make public uh, i'm sorry higher education into free like where you wouldn't have to pay for free you you'd have free tuition free books whatever just like it would be for public school we would lose our edge on what we can offer as a country to our service members 
So yeah, it's a bargaining chip. Exactly. And you know, and the thing is, is there are a lot of people who only serve four years that four years, yeah. they get their bachelor's degree. They serve four years in the, in the, uh, in the military and they get out. That's all they're there for. But the thing is, is you have to realize in that four years, they were always there to possibly be deployed. If the, if something was to kick off and we had to move a shitload of military members, they are going to send those people across the or seas. Not. I mean, there there have to be countless people who are in that situation and just got happened to send over to yeah you're anywhere right. anywhere in the Middle East the last twenty years yeah you're you're so right exactly so it it doesn't have to be a conflict but if there was those people who did four years and got out that's the lottery I mean you're you're gambling with your actual life for this free college but that's what our society grooms us to. And that's what our government does to make sure that we will not – that we will sustain as the number one military in the world. We have to have have new people. We have to have constant numbers growing to make sure we keep that spot. So with that, we're going to see more people coming out of high school. And to play off of this completely, how many times have you guys been texted by a recruiter? Never. Never. I get hit up on Facebook all by recruiters the time. all the fucking time. All the and time. I just tell them, I say, look, man, I am too fat for anything you're going to ask me to do. <laughs> and, and, and half of them hit me back with, well, we have like a weight loss camp that we could send you to before boot camp. It's garbage. And then I say, <laughs> one word, asthma. And they never <laughs> answer me. <laughs> so, but like, that's the thing, right? We give these recruiters or we give our school our cell phone numbers when we go to leave. That way they can take statistics and stats and, you know, take the averages of whatever. And that gets given to these recruiters. And these recruiters then text us, hey, are you still interested in free college? Hey, are you still interested in getting getting your degree? I have gotten – These guys – I'm sorry. Go ahead. They find me on Facebook. They just put in like probably like – Marion Hardy Male, <laughs> male, twenty, male. Ohio, and then just like messing everybody. You want to use some? You want to use some fuck shit? Your uncle actually I know. hit me. Up I know. To try to get me to join the army, and I'm like, dude, you have met me. I look exactly <laughs> like Josh does. Did you ask Josh if he wants to join? I don't think so. <laughs> Did he ask you? No, because I went. I went to Memphis and got kicked out. So there's <laughs> okay. there's no there's no way it's for me to stands. go back. You have seen how fat I am in person. <laughs> oh my god. Do I look like I run? <laughs> Why are you running? I have a supervisor's body, not a soldier's body, okay? <laughs> yes, I stand on the sidelines and uh Monday uh Monday morning quarterback this shit. <laughs> those who can do, those who can't supervise. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's so funny. Uh yeah, so uh, that's just that's something that I like to bring up because this is that makes me think so hard about everything in my life. I didn't go to I didn't go to college. Now I currently am in college, and the reason being is because it's free. Okay, so where I live, I it's free tuition. Why would I not get a free degree? Okay, I'm not paying for college. I will not pay for college because there's been so much. 
like there's been so much so much success that I've seen that doesn't require that extra going into debt of thousands of dollars just to obtain a piece of paper. And from the stats that I pulled, which were based off of 2020, the average job, the salary at the average salary that uh, somebody who just graduated a four year college gets is $30,000. That's the average salary across that is across the board. Fucking uh... insane. Thirty grand, it's, and you just went into debt, anywhere from twenty-four to a hundred thousand dollars. The cost of college goes up astronomically compared to the cost of living each year. Every year. That's if you didn't get a liberal arts degree, mind you. I, and we're not even yeah. talking about that. How colleges are making courses for degrees that they know do not have a job market. Nothing. Yeah, no. Not to say liberal arts is that. I don't even know what that. That's probably a bunch of different things. Like it's an umbrella term. It's like, yeah. but like psychology and social studies and like art and like anything you can go to that's college. useless. You can go to college for podcast production, yeah, exactly. specifically podcast yeah. production. There's no job market there. There's no like now like audio engineer. That's different. Yeah, that's like yeah. a whole. But like. Or something like or production, a niche little something like that. degree that's useless that you're going to spend $70,000 on and then come out and be like, what? There aren't people begging me to to do about social, social media like, advertising? Uh-huh. That, that is so – that job market is so scarce because it's – I mean AI can do it. Literally AI can do it. There just has to be a couple yep. people that supervise but they literally offer degrees, master degrees, on social media advertising. That blows my mind. Mm-hmm. It, it just just for that, I, I just the whole college thing, the military uh, basically recruiting seventeen and eighteen year olds to come out of fresh out of high school to join the military is what we look down upon to our. Uh, Afghanistan <laughs> descendants. Look, but we sit here and say, I cannot believe those people in other countries deal with propaganda every day, that they fall for this propaganda that their government pushes. Yeah. That They're... does not happen in America. Yeah. Oh, you're so right. Yep. <laughs> their propaganda is in your face, and ours is, hey, this is how we're going to groom our children, and then we're going to groom them to become military members by offering free college. Here you go. Boom. Yeah. And that's it. That's all I have, all boys. But that got me... Uh, that made my brain work a little hard. Well, you know, about four years ago, there was a uptick and uh, people who wanted to do sports medicine. Like I had this kid who was on my team. I was managing and uh, he's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going back to college. I'm going to try and get into sports medicine. I'm like, you're like the fifth person I've heard say that this year. And I'm like, how many, like, do you motherfuckers realize like there's not, enough need for sports no, medicine there's not like you how like how competitive that is just go get a physical therapy degree that's applicable in the same scenario and exactly. more places exactly yeah i mean but no they have these niche degrees that you spend money on and that are only good for for that on, specific occupation i i call them radio ad degrees because they're the degrees mm-hmm. that you hear on the radio. Come get your, you know, your IT degree, you know, mm-hmm. and come get your sports medicine degree. 
come get your you know cleveland college of cannabis degree you know and that's a whole nother fucking subject but. that is yeah that's absolutely bonkers um so yeah um, basically so... our uh our conspiracy theories are far from funny and mind-boggling to uh government oppression um this this feels like kind of a long episode do you guys want to want to cut the am i the asshole and go to our last segment or you just want to run on through it yeah let's go ahead and uh, cut that last segment because uh we're about an hour and a half in okay okay so let's let's hit our word game then okay so here's 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 the deal last episode josh was a judge and his was all based factually it was factual questions that were asked and answered me it's my week to judge so we're going by cards against humanity rules i'm going to give you guys a scenario and whoever gives me the best answer gets the point hitler's okay? come hitler's come <laughs> <laughs> i win so we're good i i think i think i just want to do two out of three i think we're going to do movie genres okay we're gonna do we're one gonna at start... a time here one at okay, a time gonna... right yes okay okay so we're gonna do 80s action movie i need you to describe the best 80 action movie that you can only casting the three of us oh perfect a team a team but elaborate okay tyler with your with your beard we just dye it black Put a little shoe uh-huh. polish, uh-huh. and we make you the driver of the van. The drive, the driver of the van. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Nick, we are going to have you be the irresponsible um, superstar of of the show, right? So he, he's the one who uh, fucks around with the with the foreign guy's girlfriend, and he gets fucking shot at and all kinds of crazy shit roll up and and, and we you're going to be that guy and i'm going to be of course the mastermind because this is all about me this is my answer <laughs> and i have to be the mastermind i'm also a control freak so uh yeah tyler's going to drive me around nick's going to go do all my shooting and i'm going to sit here and make plans done perfect 80s movies we're, we're going golden all right okay i got mine so it's like 19 19- 86 we are all going to the same high school and we all got detention on a saturday and all three of us are there in the same library having detention right and uh tyler's like the goth kid with a black trench coat who looks like he's (laughs) about to shoot up the school he may or may not be wearing face paint you know it just depends on how he woke up that morning his hair, cool his, his hair is either in a super fucking trendy bun or it's just straight <laughs> down. And he's the he's the rebel rouser. He's the guy who talks back to the, you know, to the uh to the vice principal who's uh overseeing the detention. Josh is like the bookworm sitting at an opposite table like looking over his shoulder every few minutes at tyler and just cringing at the fact that this goth motherfucker is sitting behind him uh, it's so accurate and then i am like the quarterback who's sitting at the table like at the very <laughs> at the very front with my 
with my <laughs> fingers laced sitting there just waiting for the fucking day to pass by because I have these two fucking losers sitting behind me and <laughs> I'm like my I my my uh click that I fall into is like light years above theirs and yes. I'm too and I'm too good for anybody. And then we all start talking and we get in arguments and we call each other horrible names and and then eventually we all start dancing on uh, the railings of the upper deck of the library and we start smoking joints and we just fucking like send it and we become best friends. And at the end of the movie, we all walk out of the detention office, like fist pumping up in the air. Like, we don't, 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 don't. <laughs> so With many. fucking like trendy eighties music in the background. Oh uh, yeah. yes. Uh, can I cast my vote too? All right, Tyler, ju- judge, judge <laughs> us. I got, I got to go with Nick on round Rate, one. I know. Rate I really, me. I really like Rate it. me. I, I really like it. I'm going to give Nick a solid 42.6. <laughs> and a and Josh, you're going to slide right in there with a 40.6, unfortunately. Okay. Where are the numbers coming from? Wait, what's the, what's the topping out <laughs> yeah. number? 100? It 100? It's irrelevant. Nick's number was higher. Fuck oh, off. Okay. I see. I see. I mean, okay. I'll take the dub, bro. All I'll right. take the dub. All right, great. Okay. Round two. Uh, keeping the same trend, but I want to go Nick late 90s rom com. 51st Dates esque. Not specifically 51st Dates, but that is the vibe we're going for. Late 90s rom com. Casting the three of us. Go. Nick, you go first. I gave you too much time to think again. No, oh, you're dude, going had, on the spot, buddy. I had, I had that off rip, bro. All right, you want a 90s movie? Man, movies in the 90s sucked. All right. Um, well, let's uh, let's go this route then. Um, let's see. Josh is a bartender at a bar. Um, I'm just, uh, you know, some lonely guy sitting in the bar having a drink. And then this uh, dude with basically a lion mane just walks through the door, like pouring out all this fucking confidence and all the girls in the room just start fucking like drooling and shit. And uh, he comes and sits up at the bar. He's got his shades on inside because he gives no fucks. And I look over at him and I'm just like, oh, good God, not this guy. And then, uh, you know, then this uh, this pretty hot blonde girl comes over and you know starts whispering in his ear and uh he's like oh yeah my name's tyler you want a shot or something and uh he gets her a shot and josh is like rolling his eyes because he knows this guy's just a fucking douchebag and uh and then you know tyler looks over at me the sad pathetic soul sitting at the bar stool all alone and he walks up to me and he's like yo man didn't we go to high school together and I'm just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I guess we did, huh? He's like, what's your name again? Like, yeah, man, my name's Nick. And you're all like, dude, yeah, I remember that. Didn't we have, like, Saturday detention together back in, like, 86, oh, bro? Me. Oh, it's a sequel. I hate it. Get out of here. All right. That's cliche, I know. But that's I'm, I'm stopping it there. I'm about to actually That's all you that. need. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Uh... Uh, okay okay i got this so let's go ahead and put our time frame uh let's do the 1995 okay so 
Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna of course be uh, me. So my name is Josh, and I'm gonna be in this movie. Tyler is going to be my check-in clerk at this hotel. That me I take my uh, my lovely one night stand that I found on the side of the road to this hotel. And uh, Tyler's my check-in clerk. Nick is gonna be my bag boy. So we're going. We're walking in. Everything Oof. is fine. Uh, you know, I'm walking in with uh, the lady who is now my lovely wife. So don't think I'm cheating on you. You hear me? I, I know you're gonna listen. I'm not cheating on you. But I walk in with She's my. She's not wife. gonna listen. She's not gonna listen. Probably not. I'm gonna walk in with my with my uh, with my beautiful one night stand. Uh, Nick is gonna grab my bags and he's going to just. He sees the elegance of of everything of uh, of this nature. And Nick, at that point, then decides to steal one of one of my bags off my cart because he's a bellhop, and I didn't tip him. Of course, that's the only that's the only reasonable thing. I walk up to the to the to the desk, and Tyler checks us in, and he's he just says, oh, "You know, welcome, welcome, Josh. I'm glad to have you here tonight." Uh, and then I don't tip Tyler, and Tyler then is like, "Okay." This motherfucker wants to play it, play it the. But we went to high school together. <laughs> he wants to, he wants to play it this way. So, we get up to my room. Uh, Nick is still bringing all of our bags, and I miss. I noticed that bags missing. Uh, that's all I got. I can't think of anything else. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going to um. <laughs> okay. Okay, you can't, you can't I'm, I'm going me. to rate you both a negative six I love it. on this round. Okay, okay. I, love um, it. I think eventually we're going to have to uh, dive into these narcissistic motifs <laughs> you have going on in your stories, but we can dive into that later. So we're going to do a super speed instant death lightning round. Okay. Can it not Winter be a fucking it, movie? Yeah, Winner takes it all. Movie. It is a movie. Damn Unfortunately, it. it is your best feel-good Disney movie. Now, I will give an example this time to allow you both time to think of your answers, okay? Okay. okay. My, my example that I would give you guys is Joshua owns a horse farm, right? Okay. And he has a prized horse that was the runt of the litter, Okay. And this horse is me, right? Okay. So Josh and Nick form a love bond together, raising the horse, which is me, to win the Kentucky Derby. Okay. There you go. Perfect. I loved it. Perfect. Perfect. It made you feel good, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I'm going to go first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So I'm me uh, and my feel good movie is... Uh, my mother passes away. Nick is going to be my my crematorium uh, gentleman who is going to help me through my tough process, and Tyler is going to be the innocent bystander who is just there picking out an urn for uh, related family. Right. I walk in. I I greet I greet Nick. Uh, sad. I'm super sad, and I'm just kind of tore up. I'm just 18 i have to i have to handle this on my own and this uh, nick informs me that the crem the crematorium is going to have to charge me full price 
I don't have that kind of money. I'm just 18, fresh out of high school, and my I was the only child of my mother, so I'm stuck, right? Mick is here, and he's so sorry. I'm sitting here crying, and Tyler walks in, and Tyler hears a little bit about everything, and he offers to pay for uh, the cremation of my mother, takes care of the bill, and we become friends. Done. That made me feel good. That made me feel really sad. But yeah. Really here. Really all good. All right. You guys good. ready? All I'm three ready. of us. All three of us are children. We are neighbors in an apartment building in a low in a low income side of town with our families. Too the real. building is set. The the uh, the building is set on fire, and all of our parents die, and all three of us are shipped off to an orphanage. But we all still have each other. We are battered, beaten, and abused at this orphanage, and we are all just trying desperately to escape. And then a Freddie Mercury-looking motherfucker comes in some spandex fucking pants with some fairy dust and sprinkles it on our heads, and we all fly away off into the moonlight together. The end. The end. That was pretty good. That made me feel good. It was Peter Pan-esque. Okay. Okay, the winner of the lightning ends the death round i'm gonna have to go with nick fucking gay fucking gay um, that's two nights Joshua, in a row boys that is two nights your in your story to me it felt like an emotional grab it was it was real too how real did that all actually happen Listen, yeah. there's one rule to disney <laughs> parents always die all right that's parents just... always the parents always uh-huh. die in Disney movies. That's that's so, rule. That's rule number one. Some man actually paid for your your mom's urn. Yeah, no, not my not her urn. Her actual cremation. That's why the whole three thousand dollar bill. Because mm-hmm. I was eighteen, I didn't have, I didn't know what to do. I was stuck. Was the only my I was my mom's only child, so I, we didn't have anything, and she was on uh, disability, so she was living off of uh state incomes state income and they don't really it was just you know it's weird she was gay she and her husband but her husband was in uh <laughs> in prison so they were split of course her second husband her second husband was in prison okay okay and uh they were split up she had a partner and uh they were you know her and her partner were you know living the life and doing whatever but when it came when it came down to it, uh, we had to find out what to do with everything. And unfortunately, because uh, her second husband was still living but incarcerated, he had to sign off on like any type of documents or anything death like that. benefit. I don't want to say death benefit, but death benefit that the state would cover for any type of cremation or anything. And yeah, I wasn't dealing with that, so. I was going to figure it out myself. The gentleman walks in. He pays the entire $3,000 bill, and the rest is history. Now she's sitting in my closet in a box and in a pea cup, in case anybody was wondering. Oh, my God, that took a turn. <laughs> I just and... want to point out that you must be a good person or something, uh, because didn't someone tip you, like, $500 once when you were working as a server? The second week of the server. <laughs> He's got the vibes. <laughs> so Josh worked one week, hated it, worked another week, 
got $800 in a tip Quit. and then never showed up again. <laughs> he hit the lottery, man. He got what he came for. Oh, man. This that is was, like three paychecks. This is, that was so funny. Uh, that was literally, oh, man. What a, you remember we went to uh, Ralphie's every night? Five days for in like a row. two weeks. It was, yeah. It was, what did we get? Those, uh, a ribeye sandwich. Uh, and the chicken chunks. Ribeye sandwich in the, in the garden. Ribeye sandwich. Uh, ribeye sandwich. Not sponsored by Ralphie's. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Unfortunately. You guys ever had uh, racks? You guys ever heard of racks? No, sir. Mm. Okay, so Rax is like, uh, it's like Walmart, Arby's, but better Walmart? than Arby's. That's so like so like two... the Denny's version of Arby's. Yeah, so it was like uh, you could get roast beef sandwiches there, curly fries. It was almost the same menu, but they also had burgers and mm. you know some other choices. But Rax Rax was big back in the day, man. And you, I don't think you can find them anymore. I think they're all been eradicated, almost like rallies. Sadly, mm. <laughs> I love alleys, yes. Um, by the way, uh, taking the trip up to Hardee's every at least once a year is a recommended venture. Garbage. A rite of passage. Uh, Hardee's is not garbage. Hardee's is 100% garbage. Well, you are our... 100% in a different state and you haven't had our Hardee's, so. Uh, see, so our there. rallies is is garbage. Our rallies, yes, is disgusting. Oh yeah, my rallies that was in Delaware doesn't even exist anymore because they were selling drugs out the back door Hell, and it got yeah. shut down. See, they and see, now it's Victor's ours, taco shop. That in the bathroom. Yeah, Victor's is where it's at. Victor's, Victor's, Victor's is sucked, v- Victor's was a redeemable restaurant for the location, but it was still a sad day for Delaware. Just so everyone knows. I hope you all enjoyed our last segment, fast food review. Yes. <laughs> That's a wrap. That is That's a, a wrap. wrap. I feel like I feel like we dug in pretty deep tonight. We dug in interesting we topics. It. I loved it. Thanks I'm gonna so go ahead much. and do some do some plugs. Uh, check out our Facebook, the TJ and N Show Podcast, our TikTok, 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 TJ and Podcast. Um, and that's all, right? You can find us on Spotify, Anchor, and I think Apple Podcasts now. Perfect. Good night, everybody. Perfect. Thanks so much. Yes, it has been a lovely evening. Thank you all. And uh, we will be doing this again very shortly. Bye-bye. Bye.